What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who have made to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and this week I'm joined by my special guest, Chris Abacon. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Uh, so if you have not done so already, please tune in throughout the week. We had um, Monday, we talked about Airbus and their acquisition of $2 billion potential acquisition of Atos, a uh, big data company. Uh, on Tuesday, we discussed the Department of Energy and how they're investing $70 million into a fund to help uh, provide more um, research and development and just uh, protection of uh, and very critical infrastructure. And then uh, today, we're going to go over an article from uh, CSOonline.com. So it's uh, titled, U.S. Department of Defense's CMMC 2.0 Rules Lift Burdens on MSPs and Manufacturers. So this was written by uh, John Mello Jr. Um, so in the article, it, it discusses kind of... Um, some of the uh, upcoming rules and regulations, as well as um, how this will uh, potentially uh, pull some of the, uh, the the burden, so to speak, off of MSPs and place it back onto the uh, the vendors and the um, the uh, contractors um, to do their due diligence when it comes to CMMC 2.0. So, uh, luckily this week I have Chris Epcon on the show. He's uh, kind of the uh, the the SME on CMMC 2.0, not to gas his head up too much, but <laughs> uh, to discuss kind of uh, his take on it, as well as, uh, you know, provide some more insights and information into it. So, uh, Chris, what do, you, what do you have for us? That's interesting. Um, the, the Specifically with the uh, MSP side of the house and external service providers, you know, the, the article does mention it, it lifts burdens on MSPs. And manufacturers, but that doesn't say it lifts burdens on organizations seeking certification OSBs. It's actually in that case, it's actually become a little bit more difficult. Mm -hmm. One, due to external service providers, not just MSPs, actually having a requirement to go through a CMMC level two certification. So, what does that mean, right? So, let's say you're a prime contractor for the DOD, let's say big company X. Um, let's say you are CMMC, or a, they're probably gonna be CMMC level three, right? The highest level, um, they've, already, they've already been DIDCAC assessed uh, multiple times, right? Because they've, they've got sensitive information, right? yada, yada. But obviously they have subcontractors underneath them, right? With this, uh, and as well, it's, uh, it's saying that that subcontractors need to have CMMC level two certification as well, at least in this example. But let's take it down to you know a different example. Let's say you are a prime contractor or just a regular contractor or so, uh, that's a level two. Now it's requiring um, your external service providers, MSPs to be also level two, right? So they would have to have gone through a um, CMMC certification. So my concern with this is that there is, you know, the invariable, the in, inevitable net, like a, it's going to be a spider web of contractors, subcontractors, and prime contractors that you know, have contracts with each other. Now they've got to, you know, provide system security plans. They've got to provide their own levels of attestation with, with each other and things like that. So it's it, to me, it's going to be a, a mess to some degree. But you know, it, it's also going to be difficult for you know smaller, you know, 
small medium businesses upstarts right that have a cool product you know ready for the dod to use you know like you know but you know they're not hosting them on government secured high or they're not really they're they, they don't have the money to spend you know for you know a million dollars a year or so to make sure that their cloud solutions are you know federal accredited right so or at least federal equivalent so I, I think that there's a lot of there there is a lot of um I think that the DoD will, you know, put something out at least fix some of these issues. That being said, um, I, I still am very optimistic about FedRAMP. I'm sorry, DMMC. Uh, there are uh, it's it's still it's an it's in its initiation phase, right? It's still it's still maturing as a framework, and as the DoD and various stakeholders get more data points, get those public comments right, you know, and I've I've yet to submit a public comment, you know, but. I think those public comments from those, you know, esteemed um, industry professionals are going to be really crucial in ensuring, hey, the DoD, some of this stuff is not possible, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm still very bullish on CMMC. I think there is a lot of you know upside to it, you know, in in getting um, to secure our defense industrial base. Um, that said, there is an aspect of realism that needs to be. Uh, at least absorb from the DOD's perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, what I, so uh, in talking to you, right? So uh, just to make sure that I completely understand it. Mm -hmm. uh, I also saw within the article that they're going to lift some of the NIST requirements from these uh, uh, manufacturers. So like the, the 171 potentially won't be a requirement. Um, and, and I guess if you are CMMC 2.0, um, accredited or or qualified, so that that seems to be a little misleading case. to me. It, it is. I, I think it is a little bit misleading um, because, uh, again, they do at least in an article they do say that they they do not host or you know hold controlled and classified information, right? But the fact is, if they if they have a contract mm -hmm. with a company with a DoD or a sub or a prime. They they still have something called the the FDI or the uh, I'm I'm brain farting right now, but there are little it's a federal contract information that can still be considered part of the COI spectrum, right? Federal, right. Federal contract information, not necessarily you know you know schematics and things like that, but we're talking like a contracts with this company could still need still needs to be protected to some degree, right? Um, so d just keep that in mind now. As for this, I, the, the article didn't really specify, you know, um, which manufacturers or how that goes into place. Right, or right. The, the the type of manufacturing, right? Like so, it, that right. that one that that was very um, ambiguous at the end of the uh, the article. It's just like, hey, these will be lifted, but for, and what will be in its place? Um, right. So I, I would I would still be kind of weary uh, of that, or wary, I should say, of of that. Um, yeah. It, it, because I think when you put up an article saying manufacturers no longer required in the, in the standards, I think that's very, it's almost like inflammatory. It's very, it's a very, it's a very, uh, I think, controversial thing to say. So I, I think that could lead. So the wrong person might read the wrong, the article, right? And say, oh, screw this. I'm not doing, I'm not doing CMMC anymore. But I think that's, that's a wrong way to approach something. You have to be fully informed, make fully informed decisions probably, you know, just, I think it's kind of irresponsible to be putting out an article like this, to be honest with you. <laughs> At least a headline like that, or a, some, a, some heading like that.
Right. Like, so I, I just think uh, I, I, need, I need a little bit more information in, in that regard, like mm -hmm. that piece of it, like everything else seemed to be spot on, but that, that piece of the article, I was just like, I don't, so what is in this place? Like, why are they not, no longer need this requirement? So yeah, uh, interesting. So well, there's, there's more to come. Like this, this CMMC 2.0, uh, it's a long road, long road march to, uh, to get into completion. Um, I'm sure there'll be more information and topics that come up. Um, throughout the year um but it looks as though like this is the the real deal like the the department of defense is um it has a hard line like you will be qualified you will make sure this takes place um it's just a matter of uh getting companies to the finish line so but we'll definitely mm. have you back on to, to discuss more of it right like so again like out of uh, all my friends <laughs> you yeah. are very invested in CMC. Uh, we also have Darren King. He'll be stopping by sometime this month. He's also uh, big into CMC, and he's going to uh, provide some more information for that as well. So, um, the rulemaking space is very, very interesting right now because it's not really. While it's going to be set in stone, it's still in that. It's still in that. You know, um, initial phase, and yeah. it's still very immature, right? And ironically, his it's a maturity model. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm really excited to see how this turns out. And you know, and I'm I'm really looking forward to be part of the team that helps out with CMMC. Absolutely. So uh, with that being said, definitely continue to tune in throughout the week. So again, Monday, Tuesday are topics, Wednesday discussion, Thursdays uh, are typically uh, either ask a CSP or a throwback, where we go back to the archives. We have like 520 episodes so to to dig back through uh, and then Fridays are everything else so movies books games all that good stuff so definitely continue to tune in throughout the week you can hit us up at the websites that go by our name you can hit me up personally I'm at RyRy Security Guy that's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy you can find me on LinkedIn Clubhouse Twitter and Threads and you Chris you can find me on LinkedIn or Chris Abacon feel free to connect there it is so definitely continue to tune in stay safe stay secure peace